By George, I think I've got it. Hydrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Hydrosexual sinking. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hydrosexual sinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, travelers, and welcome to Hypothetical Thinking, a semi-informative squad cast that explores the journey from probability uh, <laughs> yeah. into Johnny's what? little iris inside oh. that little brown eye he calls his butthole. Wait, what? Wait, whoa, and whoa, then... whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what? I don't Not know. Iris, my butt. It's fine. I was so excited about that. And you iris. It. Yeah, my, my eye. I had a neighbor named Iris once. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, my name is Nick Floyd, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Taylor is Nelsonian Maximus. I'm Johnny. He is, and he always will be. And the way this works is that either Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and Johnny. Sweet headphone wearing hat, snapbacked shirt, t-shirt, and pajama pants wearing fella. Jonathan. Jonathan goes into com- every episode. <laughs> Damn it! He goes into every episode completely blind, Almost meaning he has no idea Zero. what we're covering each week. And you know what? I bet you're asking yourself, <laughs> how blind is he? I'll tell you how blind he is. How blind am I? He's just about as blind. Okay. As a snake in the daytime. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, today's a, very spe- today's a very special day. Uh, not only are we going to be covering one of my favorite topics of all time, Ooh, okay. but okay. Butts? we are joined Butts. by our first and probably last guest ever. Last. What? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the podcast uh, butt plug enthusiast Danny Daniel Coughlin <laughs> and his fantastic <laughs> German girlfriend. <laughs> Dr. Hannah P. <laughs> Cawther. It's a hard name. Cawther. 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 She's German. Cawther. Hannah Cawther. Kuta. We got Kuta. it. Kuta. <laughs> Kuta. guys. Kuta. Hi. Can we talk now? Yeah, you talk now, Danny. So say <laughs> hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I blacked out for that entire Initiate, introduction. Talk I was now. so excited. <laughs> uh, dot exe. <laughs> okay, hi. Hannah, Hannah how do you to pronounce your last name? Um, Kuta. 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 Uh, Danny, after one year of relationship, he still doesn't know how to pronounce my last name. So. <laughs> say his last name. It's so, so you're all good. It's bogus because it's like, all right, I'll say it. Kuta. Nailed that it. was actually perfect. Spot okay, uh-huh. good. I mean, we dated for a year. But for it yeah. got to a while, she was like, Kota. And I was like, Kota. She was like, no, that's not it. I'm like, how the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I got Same it. Exactly. Same exact. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> we, we would literally do that for like 20 minutes. It's like, imagine if I had someone else, and then I was like, my name's Danny. And they're like, Danny. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's Danny. It's Danny. Yeah, no, it's Annie. We just don't care about that It's a silent D. Huh? It's fine. Annie. Hi. Annie. How are you guys doing today? Taylor, why don't you start? How are you doing? How am I doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I had some good work this Once again, I shot some kick-ass acoustic sessions that the world Woo. will be blown away by. Uh, Fuck yeah! <laughs> other than that, I just ate some food and slept some. <laughs> How about you Fuck guys? yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm doing hella, hella good. It is so good that I only have Taylor, you in a different location. But I got Hannah and Danny here. It's crazy! Blowing my freaking mind. I, know. I love it. It's actually so weird to hear Nick. T- uh, Taylor and then two other people in my eardrums, like at the same. It's in like your brain hole. I, in my brain I hole. Didn't, I didn't think I could feel more alone 
You know, when we're going <laughs> to talk that so out. Yeah, because so, you guys the home, ratio Danny, makes me feel more alone. It's so sad. Danny and Hannah are here uh, at our studio. So it's Nick, myself, Danny, and Hannah. And Taylor's still not in the, in the office, so he it's feels fine. super alone right now. I mean, it's even weirder for me because I'm a freaking hypothetical super fan. I've been listening every single episode. I'm pretty sure... I was the first person to get the raw copy of the first episode. So being here and hearing your guys' voices and me being a part of it is absolutely wonderful. Danny, what? can you tell our what? listeners, you know, they're probably wondering, God, who is this guy? I know this guy from somewhere. I know this voice. They want to know <laughs> your face. Where can they see your face? They know you. You're connected to a highbro a high bro post. Somehow. Oh. Am, I'm an unknown highbrow bro. You guys might recognize me from my infamous uh, secret <laughs> hybrothetical unboxing. <laughs> I unboxed a metallic device <laughs> used for suppository reasons. <laughs> AKA a butt plug. The butt plug. Is the, As a butt plug. It's on Facebook. Go check out the video. Hannah, hilarious. how do you say butt plug in German? I have actually no idea. Holy yeah, shit! She's lying. That is good. It has to be lying. I have literally no idea. Don't they teach you that in school? Ash. Ash. And I say Ash. Phil. They're like, Phil. Like it's in a, like it's in English. There are like million ways to say. Right. But booty. Booty. Booty plug. Booty. Ash. How do you say plug? Like a light switch. Stopfen. Like if you were to plug something. Ash stocken. Stopfen. Yeah, but it. I don't yeah, think that's actually a word. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But receptacle. Yeah. Yeah. Ash token. It's slang. <laughs> Ass token. Okay. Sounds like a Saturday well, night you? to me, buddy. <laughs> that's beautiful. For the Danny, Hannah, how are you guys doing? That's important. We need to know that. How are you both doing? Our relationship? Doing? No, 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 no. Just in general. How are you doing? Tell us the ups, tell us the downs. <laughs> the ups and downs of our relationship? Well, Hannah lives over in Germany, and I'm over in a more unknown place called Connecticut, USA. <laughs> and so we're really relationship is overseas. Hannah's been in America for about a month and a half Damn. now, but she leaves to go back home for about a year and like four a days. A year? So, holy shit. Yeah. I don't think I'll be back before then, but then he's gonna be back. I'll be back. Yeah, I don't know. It's a sad, it's gonna be a sad episode. They so, always yeah. come back. Oh, <laughs> they're, 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 they're so strong. This is a strong relationship. It's, it's badass. It's so well, you know what? Yeah, I have something that's gonna brighten both of your days right now. Probably not. <laughs> I know I feel like it will. And you know what that is? That's Taylor with some news. Taylor, hit it with some news. Oh. Okay, I'm going to get you with some news. Here we go, guys. The newly unveiled Uri- <laughs> Hydro <laughs> Sports Update. <laughs> oh, damn it. Guys, this was going to be just some regular news, but I was just run- I was running around on the Googles today, and actually I was on my Instagrams, and I got hit with some crazy news that I know you guys want Johnny to know. So, no. last weekend, Johnny... Our pal yeah. Josef Martinez tied the MLS record for most goals scored in a single season with 27. Is he in the Atlanta United? Well, that's a good guess, Johnny. He is on ATLU. Wow. So, oh, look at that. Roy Lasser, so Chris Wondolowski, and Bradley Wright Phillips all took an entire season to reach this feat. Martinez and the legendary team still have eight games to go before he fucking demolishes this record. But you know what's even fucking crazier than this? No, t- t- tell me what's crazy. Let me tell you what's fucking what's crazy. crazy. Tonight, Give an example. Tonight, Atlanta is playing Orlando. Okay, tonight is actually okay. Friday because we'll be crawling on Fridays, guys. Sorry, bust your bubble. Uh, do we, though? <laughs> we yeah, are today. No. I don't know. It's Friday, okay. I think. So, ATLU plays Orlando tonight. I was keeping up with the score as we were getting set up. You know, hey, what's going to happen? Maybe he'll score. Yeah, he fucking scored. So, 
we have the all-time leading goal scorer in the MLS for a single season on our team right now. Fuck you, Johnny. Well, I'm so happy for you, Taylor, but once again, I don't give it to I feel like shit. the more you talk about this, the less he cares. Yeah, I do. I was so So like, you're achieving I was, what you don't want you, to achieve. You became <laughs> what you wanted to destroy. I disagree. I disagree. Taylor, well, I was in Atlanta about six months ago at the stadium, and I was like, this is a super cool Mercedes-Benz stadium. Months later, you're so hooked on it. Taylor, like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I, I implore the idea that you really like it, and therefore, Taylor, I, I love you, man. I'm glad you like it, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> People don't you, you listen to first. him. He cares so deeply about this. He's going <laughs> to okay, text go me right later, by. and he's like, dude, I... Dude, forgive me for everything I say about ACLU. Like, I'm fucking sorry, man. I, I want to be a fan too, but idol. I can't. You know, because he's some. He, he likes like football. I don't know what it is. Yeah, football. Either football. way, let's get to the real news today, guys. Oh, that wasn't the real <laughs> oh, news. What? No, that was a be, 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 high bro sports update. Oh, you don't flip <laughs> the script on me. All right. So here's the news for the day. The newly unveiled Yuri Trottoir is a French portmanteau consisting of. The words pavement and urinal. Now, <laughs> for those of you who don't know what a, a portmanteau is, it's when you combine the sounds of two words to make a completely new word. Like, oh. uh, like, like dong, dong tag. <laughs> butthole. Like, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if maybe butthole would work, but I'm thinking more of like a spork. <laughs> like you take a spoon and a fork and you got a spork. Oh. Or you take smoke and fog and you got smog. Like crunch. A chihuahua ramium. Mm. That's, <laughs> nice. That's a triple port man now. a Mexican mythical creature. <laughs> <laughs> proven to just be wolves. But <laughs> So in Paris, France, they have recently tested and unveiled four, I, for some reason only four, new public urinals. Basically, they look like, like a red box rental station. Chocolate <laughs> <laughs> bleu. <laughs> that you could be in. But instead of depositing money and uh, getting a DVD, no, you put your no. pee in it. No. What? <laughs> you put your what? pee in it. Yeah. Me foot, no. monsieur. That's crazy. You, Danny I'm loves not, it already. Yeah. I'm not saying you get a DVD rental out of it, but oh, shit. <laughs> that would be tight. What do you get out of it? It's basically just a big red box in a public box. space that you can pee in. Oh, wait. Oh, I've done that. That's it. What? Yeah. Wait, yeah. T- Taylor, yeah. Before, no. Ba, 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 sports update. When I was in England at a Manchester United game, there were these different, like, like stations where, like, just random blokes would come up and piss in this little, like, essentially a trough, but it was, like, a, a big box in just, like, on the street. And it's weird. You, you go walk up to it, and there's, like, a random townie and a random English person, or I guess not a French person, just taking a piss. I yeah. thought the whole purpose taking of this was to get a movie out of it. But no, that's normal. I've seen that before. What? I've seen it. Where, so where you're talking was in England or whatever? England, yes. In and it's completely Manchester. open. It's not closed in. You don't like walk oh, in Taylor, like a phone booth. Taylor, I walk up to this thing. My whole body is exposed. Only thing that's not exposed as well. No, basically what I keep in my pants, which is nothing. I just keep my pants off. Danny can. <laughs> I mean, Danny can say too. But in Australia, there was a town I went in, and you hit a button, and the, and the door like opens, like, and then it closes behind you. It's like, hello and welcome to the Baba Party, please. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Take your you know, pants if, if you take longer than two minutes, the door will open. <laughs> Thank you. And then it starts playing like fucking jazz music. Wipe so fast. Where did you go? It was, uh, it was like a, where were you pissing? <laughs> where were you pissing? What, what kind of Lord and Taylor bathroom did you go into? <laughs> they had automatic AI systems. I just pee on the street. <laughs> no, yeah. No, there, Taylor, those uh, exist. I thought, yeah. Well, sorry, what dude. the fuck, Paris? <laughs> this is not news, no. Paris. Gosh darn. 
I'll tell you what, I don't want to <laughs> piss off any of our French uh, you know, listeners, but when I was in Paris, the idea of sewage and... Wee wee. It was... They were up to code. <laughs> well, I started, so, I started thinking about it. I was like, is it even illegal to fucking pee on the street? Like, where else are you supposed to fucking pee? So dude. apparently, I, I looked it up. See, it's illegal in all 50 states to pee in public, right? But yeah. I found that in England... I don't know if this is London or exactly where, but somewhere over there in uh, in Britain, cockfoster. It's <laughs> it's legal <laughs> for a man to urinate in public, as long <coughs> as it is against the rear offside wheel of his motor vehicle and his right <laughs> hand is touching the vehicle. What? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nick just coughed up water. What the fuck? What a bizarre yeah. rule. And it is also well, legal for a pregnant woman. To urinate no. as long as it is inside of a policeman's helmet. What? <laughs> what? Right? what? I, that, is, that one was a little too much. I, yeah, oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> no, wait, I get it. I get it. I get it. That makes sense to me because <laughs> I would imagine if you accidentally pee, you could have the baby come out and a policeman's helmet can is a safe place. You can catch it. It's Am a I protective right? law. That's, that's, that's a good catch. Try to Danny. save that's the babies. Catch. You can't But then risk people it. are going to be like all around England just like trying to get impregnated, trying to prove they have a baby in there just to piss and just bust. No, no one's going to There's not going to be a fucking pact. Yeah. Dude, imagine that. I need to take a wee. Can you please tip your hat for me? Piss your hat. Tip your hat so I may gently put my stream in it. Susie, is that you? Then you just have I know you fuck like... just to piss my helmet. <laughs> Only nine out of ten actually are pregnant. The one is just someone that gotta go. Oh my god. That's fascinating. And that's the news. <laughs> and this has so... been Taylor with the Friday news. <laughs> wow, I feel enlightened. Not as enlightened as usual, but also Still very enlightened in a very uncomfortable yeah. way. I just remembered I have ADD, so I got to pay attention real hard. Hannah, how do you feel about <laughs> that whole topic? What, what, what's um, Germany got? It sounds great. What's Germany but got? But I though? do feel like I don't think you can pee in public, no. but it's all I know. Do they have a sex registry in Germany? A what? A, like where they like a list they put their pedophiles on. <laughs> what? If you pee in America, I would imagine you get on the sex registry. Oh, oh you mean like a sex offender? Well, that's one thing that you yeah. can be afraid of, I guess, in the United States. If you're peeing near a school or peeing near kids, then yeah, yeah. you're exposing yourself in, in public yeah. in front of kids. <laughs> yeah. Like don't pee buddies, at a public park or whatever. One of right. my bu- yeah. buddies growing up in high school, he tried to pull a prank on my other friend and pissed on his tire. The school put him on a sex offenders list. Yeah. So every time he goes to a new place, he has to say, hi, I'm blank name, and I'm a sex offender. They say, well, what for? He said, I pissed on a tire. It's literally why. It's crazy. Like, you uh. can get- Who says what for? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, yeah. no one, yeah. no one <laughs> would. It's can common you, can courtesy. Can <laughs> well. Oh, hey, old guys. It's just one of your, your, your high bros here. I uh, just wanted to pass along uh, a 10% savings at futuremonsters.com. Uh, if you're into the Wolfman, if you're into Frankenstein, King Kong, Dracula, uh, you can go to futuremonsters.com and you save yourself 10% on any of the high-quality threads. Uh, they got amazing designs on a quality fabric print. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I got one last week. It feels really good on my body. Uh, if you want to save 10%, put some stuff in your shopping cart, enter into the coupon code you want to enter in Capital H-Y-B-R-O. That's capital H-Y-B-R-O. That's high bro. Capital H-Y-B-R-O. Get yourself 10% off. Well, I'm, you know, listen, I'm real excited about today's topic. I'm nervous 
but also excited. Because uh, really it is one of my favorites of all time. What well, quickly though, also you gotta uh, you tell everybody that you and Taylor know, but I'm, I myself, Johnny Clark, Hannah, and Danny have no idea. Yeah, Hannah, Danny, and nope. Johnny have no idea what we're about to talk about. So they're all blind. They're completely I don't know blind. Where I am. <laughs> and even to an extent, Taylor doesn't know. Uh, he knows, but doesn't know. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's a half no- a half knowledge here. It is some half knowledge. So uh, if you guys will lend me your ear, and I'm gonna get this thing started. Mm, okay. In October of 1994, <laughs> three young student filmmakers decided to make a documentary in the woods near Burkittsville, Maryland. While they were seen by many conducting interviews with the locals. It didn't take long for them to disappear. Just vanish. After several days, Maryland State Police spent upwards to 10 days and 33,000 man-hours in an attempt to find the missing students. They even employed dogs, helicopters, 100 men, and a flyover by a Department of Defense satellite to locate them. Eventually, the search had to be called off as they weren't getting anywhere. But a year later... A few tapes were found under an old cabin in the area where the three students went missing. Whoa. And what was found on those tapes revealed the truth about what happened to those students. Mm-hmm. They were in France and they got in trouble. A few years later, <laughs> after investigation of the footage, Artisan Entertainment acquired the footage to release a documentary worldwide to share the disturbing truth with everyone. Prestigious. This documentary was then titled... The Blair Witch Project. What? Yes, yes I knew it. While the film I knew was, from when you started. While the film was confirmed to be a work of fiction and a brilliant exploration of viral marketing, it did prove that all it took was a strong team to allow viewers to suspend disbelief and make them feel as though what they were watching is real. Was indeed fact. Huh. This is very important to me, or this is very important to keep in mind as we dive into t- today's very specific topic. Uh, because just like the Blair Witch Project was the first film to go viral, today we're going to be talking about one of the first conspiracy theories to do the exact same. What? I'm talking about the motherfucking moon landing. Whoa. Oh, shit. Oh, my Whoa. God. Dang, no. Nick, that was a tight-ass segue. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> Oh, oh, damn. I, I didn't think it was going to go that way. Uh, oh, I had already n- prepared the rest of the podcast. Yeah. I'm very... Wow. Thanks. That was... I. That you was you go on, Nick. That, I can't. that was incredible. Thanks. Wow. That was, no, I just got to take a minute. I'm crying a little bit. I had to gather my thoughts. That was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting a little serious. That fucking blew me away. <laughs> I, and, you know, I say keep in mind, and I, you know, I, I mean it. Keep that first paragraph in mind, because while it was, a, in a sense, misdirection, I want all of you guys and the listeners to make sure that they keep that in the back of their head because it's going to come back later. The P- Wait. The, the Blair Witch Project. In the moon landing? Just all that. Yeah. yeah. It, all right. Nope. Yep. All right. All right. Wow. Adam Wingard. <laughs> 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 the same guy. Are you saying that Neil Armstrong was at that same cabin? Uh, I mean, <laughs> nothing's off the table, Johnny. <laughs> okay, okay. You never know. The space race began on August 2nd, 1955, when the Soviet responded to the U.S. announcement four days earlier of intent to launch artificial satellites for the International Geophysical Year by declaring they would also launch a satellite in the near future, quote-unquote. On October 4th, 1957, the U.S. suffered its first major loss to the Soviets in the space race with the orbiting of Sputnik 1. And again, they got their asses handed to them on April 12th, 1961, when Yuri 
Gagarin, Gagarin. <laughs> yeah, you totally messed that it. up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Became the first human in space. The U.S. needed a win and fast. With the escalation of the Cold War growing daily, the U.S. needed an event in the space race to truly dominate the Soviets and one-up them in every way. So on July 20th, 1969, the United States mic-dropped the fuck out of the Soviets by landing the first human in history on the moon with Apollo 11. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. America. They might drop, like the rest of the world. They might. Drop. Yeah, they pretty much just like <laughs> destroyed everyone. They kind of like, spa- yeah, like spaceship dropped on the moon. The pinnacle of the penis game in space. <laughs> like you just can't. Penis. <laughs> can't like, stop me landing now. Landing on the moon is the ultimate like screaming penis <laughs> in a bank. <laughs> it absolutely. Yes, it got that oh, wow. BDE. <laughs> <laughs> Fast. That big space energy. Big space. The BSE. <laughs> You know Pete Davidson somewhere being like, hey, <laughs> I got the BSC. <laughs> all right. Yeah, the biggest dig in space. All right. All right. <sighs> oh, okay. We're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want, you want to divulge on that? I mean, yeah, I wasn't alive for it. No, that's uh, right. I'm blowing minds. It's fine. Honestly, like my, my I have no people who remember it, you know, loved ones of mine that like remember the day they sent up Apollo 11 and movies were made after it. And it was an extremely crazy scenario. In my life, it was complete fact. Everything space. Uh, until I was like 12, I was like, yes, Star Trek is real. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars is real. And then like, <laughs> beep, beep, what, once I found out those were all fake, I was like, wait, <laughs> where, where, is that fake? Is Apollo 11 fake? Is Neil Armstrong fake? Is Lance Armstrong fake? And he was fake. Apollo 13 fake. is fake. <laughs> Taylor, oh, shit. Taylor's like <laughs> well, oh, Alright well, well, well We'll stop now I guess <laughs> Taylor's like waiting He's literally Like holding back everything And we're gonna get One of the greatest Taylor rants In podcast history Here in about three paragraphs Good lord I hope I oh, guarantee shit. it I'm about to tickle his pickle oh, Right on the podcast Alright Alright <laughs> Now the way I structured That last paragraph Was strategically done To show the true severity Of the losses suffered By the United States and how they really needed a win. Because in order to even slightly buy into the fake moon landing theory, you need to first see how important it was that the U.S. not suffer a third loss in this crazy world war called the space race. Mm-hmm. So it's very important you know that. I will clarify that like most conspiracy theorists, I do not back the idea that six of the 12 manned, moon land- or manned landings were faked. Wait, can you reiterate that, please? Yeah. So the conspiracy theory behind the moon landing being a, uh, a hoax yeah. is that six of the 12 manned landings mm-hmm. by the United States were faked. Okay. Six of the how many? It was like so six many of- different combinations. Like you could think of yeah. co- like combinations where some of them are fake, all of them are fake, none of them are fake. There's like so many theories on the like, different combinations. Yeah. It's weird. Right. And the, the overall, like if you spoke to a flat earther or a very heavy <laughs> – Heavy-handed conspiracy theorists, they would say, oh, yeah, six of the 12-man landings were faked. And I'm going to, you know, I want to say off the right out of the gate that I do not believe that. But I do, however, believe that the first man landing on July 20th, 1969 could have been a hoax for the Mm -hmm. sake of losing to the Soviets. Because not only did the U.S. achieve a win, they peaked the entire space race just from that. So knowing how severe... This win was important and how key it was to not only our country but the entire world. Yeah. Because Russia uh, and and, uh, and, and the US, Uh, Ukraine, (laughs) uh, Slovakia, they were (laughs) like, they were the ones that were head to head. The Cold War was still happening. Yeah. So it was a big deal. 
they had to win, no matter if they had to fake it or not. Even Chasey Doodles, they they could not lose. There could be no causality. They had to win. Had to win. And knowing that there's like, there is there at the time, was there a thought that there could be something bigger than like landing on the moon? Did they even conceive that they could go to a a planet or some shit at that time? I'm sure they were like, Mm -hmm. all we got to do is get on the moon. That's considered a win for at least 60 years. Fuck it. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, you think you think way back when, only till recently have we been able to really like map out asteroid or I guess uh like meteorite like like strikes in the earth. Like at a certain point far enough back, they didn't even think that that was possible, right? You know, like they, they yeah. have it in Space Cowboys when oh who was it that fucking oh, uh, Clint Eastwood is a kid and he's like, Do you think I'll ever land on that moon? And they're like, No, probably not. Or I'll ever go there. And then look at that fucking six years later. He's, he's on the moon. Player, man. He's fucking rocket man on the rocket. Cowboy, right. That's the way it happens. So it's important to know. It's very important to know, you know, everything I started off saying about the Blair Witch Project, you got to keep that in the back of your mind. I'm, you said once, said twice. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. And it's very important to know the how severe and how important and how key it was that the U.S. were getting their asses handed to them by the Soviets, and they needed a win. And then it's very important for everyone to know how important this, the, this win was, because I'm about to jump, like, elbow deep into this right now. Elbow deep. Oh, Elbow okay. deep. Okay. Okay. So the plausibility of a hoax in order to buy more time seems completely realistic, seeing the factors that I just uh, laid out and reiterated uh, again and again. <laughs> if the U.S. could be ready for a proper moon landing in just a few months, who's to say it isn't okay to stage one in order to make sure you're the first to be on the moon? No, I think it's possible. Because with another major loss, who knows where we'd be today? Totally. But with faking a moon landing, you need to get so many details and factors right. Which is why NASA decided to turn to filmmaker Stanley Kubrick, mm. who was making waves with the advanced special effects he had used in 2001 A Space Odyssey in 1968. While the rebuttals to this state that Kubrick got a lot of things wrong on the look of the moon in 2001 A Space Odyssey, who's to say he didn't work with NASA to get every single detail polished perfectly as as he before he made this footage public with which he was hired by NASA to do. Right. So many people who worked with Kubrick say he's a perfectionist. Uh, many people like Jack Nicholson. <clears throat> many people like other people that worked on Stanley <laughs> Kubrick movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say he's a perfectionist, and if he was empowered by NASA to get meticulous detail correct, he would apply that to what's seen on screen. It's even said that Walt Disney helped with funding the hoax to Apollo 11 footage with a script written by Arthur C. Clarke, which is nuts. Uh, That's a little too much. It's crazy. So I mentioned all of this as my first point, strictly because this is one of of the very few theories that there are actual plausible, uh, that's actually plausible and that people are having a hard time disproving. Right. I mean, it seems to make sense. I mean, uh, the reasoning why, like you stated a second ago, you know, just to, just to say they won, even if they don't get there. They got to have this proof that we went there. Why not get Stanley Kubrick? And if all these errors did happen, like, oh, the moon didn't look that cool on 2001 Space Odyssey, who knows? What was that purposeful? How, how like, I wonder, I didn't look up to see how, what the year difference is, like, from the release of that movie to this landing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's fascinating. Well, 2001 Space Odyssey was done, completed, and in post-production in 1968. Oh, is it oh. a year? And that's pretty like, plausible, then. Right. Oh, man. Well, well, you got to also factor in the idea that, like, 
you know, feature films today, feature films today, millions and millions of dollars. Let's talking like a Marvel movie. Like all the money, it's like believed every pound they put up into space is so many millions of dollars. They, if they mm-hmm. didn't actually send up the, the first space mission, they would have saved billions of dollars, NASA. <laughs> and all that money could have gone in, you know, a fraction of that could have gone into it, making it a film. Right. And that's, it's plausible. Yeah. But is well, it possible? Also, when, when you're talking yes. money, though, the U.S. government, are there any limits to the money that they can spend? I mean, I don't no. think there's a cap on what they could have possibly spent on either of these. You know what I mean? Especially in wartime, like yeah. the idea to get one step ahead, there's, it's a, a, a unlimited budget. Unlimited, yeah. Well, the U.S. government, yeah. I, and I think it, with NASA struggling to get funding and all that stuff, I think the U.S. government is very important for them to go, okay, you know, the Cold War is costing us a lot of money, yada, 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 this, that, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we need to give that, you know, we need to, let's give a portion to the U.S. and NASA, uh, or let's give a, a portion to NASA to invest in this because this could be something big enough to where Russia and the Soviets could go, they're, they're on the moon. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They beat us to it. Let's shake hands. Yeah. And see if we can work together yeah. because together we are the future. Well, you yeah, know, like that blows our minds. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, the idea that, like, if it, it sucks to lose, but if the end goal was to achieve something and someone else achieved it, you can either, like, be mad about it, right? Or you can, like, congratulate, applaud, and respect that. And I think right. that, was, that was the goal. Totally. Well, dude, I don't know, man. A couple weeks ago, we talked about, you know, Space Force. You got to be blind, if you will, if you're going to think that during this Cold War space race, that the goal is... Why would the goal not be get there first, establish a base, and now we're on the top of the hill? Why would that well, not be? I would very much doubt that they're talking about shaking hands. I bet you they're thinking, we're going to get on the moon, and we're starting to shoot rockets on your fucking country, I would, bitch. I would disagree, Taylor. <laughs> I would say at that time period, in 1969, there was almost you know a sliver of, of option to like get them there, get them home, let alone bring them nuclear warheads or bring them any kind of artillery. That is... You know, the long haul. They had no totally. idea that was even possible to this day. And we're even trying to circle that with today, like getting people on the moon or places and bringing gear with them. Like, there's not enough, you know, uh, there's not enough, you know, minds out there in that time period to really think that was possible. So I don't think that's very valid, unfortunately. I'm not trying to be a dick. But well, I'm going to disagree that's... wholeheartedly with you. But... Well, fuck you then, Taylor. <laughs> we're in the middle of a war. Why would it not be, let's get the high ground? That seems of to be course, very but... obvious. Yeah, but if the high ground is impossible, you can't get the high ground. It's not Anakin. impossible. That's what they were racing for. And yeah, they got no, there. They, they both they raced got to, there. They raced to get there. But once they got there, they didn't plan on making a summer home. I don't know. I, I, I assume that that is the goal moving forward every time we go to a new place. Of is course set up it's shop. the goal. That is definitely okay, the goal. Okay, so Taylor, for instance. I for mean, instance. Do, you, do you think that when they got there, Neil Armstrong kind of walked out and was like... Place kind of sucks. <laughs> right, yeah. There's no gravity. I anything here. The gravity is making my farts go into Like, I have no idea. Like, I'm burning my farts and I'm fucking my It wound up, up back inside my butthole. <laughs> like, I'm going back in the spaceship. I'm going home. Fuck this. And then, like, when Apollo 13 goes around, they're going around. They're about to land the moon. They get a call from Neil Armstrong. He's like, yeah, don't land there. Moon sucks. And they're like, we're swinging around. We're going back home. Yep, that's yeah, definitely valid. There's, Taylor, like, there's no way I can imagine going to the moon and thinking, like, yeah, I could spend the rest of my life. Well, right. <laughs> so that by itself is yeah. valid. But Taylor, imagine, like, right now, right? So we're trying to make, yeah. quote-unquote, episode 14, right? 
uh, Space Force. But there's no way it, there's no way the government right now, the U.S. government, is saying we're going to get Space Force. We're also going to send colonies up there. We're also going to send nukes. We're also going to try to harness a black hole. Things <sighs> we want to be able to do. Like what? if we can harness a, a black hole, we can get infinite energy for the rest of time. But th- oh. th- like those concepts we want to do, but we can't feasibly do. I don't well, think it even matters. Yeah, like think of the I, I things that we can. talked about in that episode. We talked about a secret space force that had been in existence for a long time. Yeah, but, I, uh, I like the biggest thing. I think like the the the, yeah. the disconnect here is I think I don't think anyone gave a fuck. I think honestly, <laughs> no, I <laughs> seriously, I seriously, I think. Well, there is evidence was, that no one cares about the moon. It's weird. It, it yeah, that, that, <laughs> really. But I think it was it was a. You know, it was a pissing contest. Like, it was a pissing contest between the U.S. and the Soviets. And it was, who can get where first, do the craziest shit. Yeah, the biggest guy. And that was it. And I think it didn't matter. Like, when they got to on the moon, it wasn't like, all right, we're going to drive around. It's like, we're doing these things because it's one extra thing we could do and say, hey, not only did we land on the moon, but we drove this thing on the moon. Yeah. We stuck a flag in the moon. Yeah. I took communion on the moon. Like, all this stuff. <laughs> Those are the things they needed to do to blame. Like, we yeah, wasn't about you. science. I, I think it that's was the literally patriotic a thing contest. to say, but I, I think that's, like, kind of ignoring things. If Why would they spend all that money to be, just be the first to do that? Also, they, There was like, a Taylor, goal. Think yeah. about how hard it would be feasibly for an astronaut on the moon to shoot a rocket. So, like, we're talking hundreds of thousands of miles away from Earth. Versus, like, all right, we're in, you know, D.C. or whatever. Let's say we're in Area 51. We're only, you know, ten to 20,000 miles away uh, from from Russia or, or from Germany or whatever. Like, like that's so much farther. Why would you bring artillery up there? Because, like, so let's say hypothetically that, that the Russians, let's say the, co- the Russian cosmonauts. Damn, he's jumping into hypotheticals already. Holy <laughs> shit, I got, like, six paragraphs left. There, I, I, I believe in this shit. Well, I don't believe in the I hoax, but I believe it. So, my, my dad was almost a fucking astronaut. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, almost. It was almost Only an count astronaut. Only uh, horseshoes and hand grenades there, but. but. It's true. You didn't actually do it. Anyways, so, like, let's say they actually sent up an ast- uh, a Russian cosmonaut, and we already had a quote-unquote, like, American base with artillery, with, like, weapons on the moon. Like, Word. you're saying there's going to be astronauts up there in their dinky-ass spacesuits bouncing around with, like, AK-47s or space guns? That's so unfeasible. So, like, they have to send... <sighs> the they have to send... Spear guns. Spear guns. Spear guns. Spear guns. Spear guns. Spear guns. But what's the point? Hey, so, like, so we send six guys up there. Understand. They send six guys up there. Oh, yeah, it's we won a the, new won frontier. The... You got to capture the frontier. You got to claim it. You got to defend it. We did. No, we claimed it. We captured it. There was no need to defend it. Because what are they going to do? Send up six people? We send up six people? And whoever six wins? And then we send more six people? Like Yes. No, but that's, that's, <laughs> so that's the point. Like you're that's saying, a waste. I know I've heard it out of your mouth. Uh, build a, 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 a terraform Mars, you know? Like yeah, you believe well, no, that yeah, that yeah, is well, a yeah. thing? Why would they want to do no, that? I, well, the idea is to terraform Mars to live on it because it's, I think. But it's not terraform the moon? I, I don't know what the difference is. Well, so like my unintelligent self doesn't know what the difference <laughs> the, between living on the moon and the Mars is. I guess moon is cold, Mars is hot. So space yeah, I, don't X know. I guess Mars has an atmosphere. If there, yeah, if there, there yeah. was Mars an, used to have an atmosphere. Exactly. There was it could Diana be dropping just like fact knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And but the moon it can't. There won't ever have an atmosphere. There's no way. So therefore like it's possible to colonize a planet that has water or has had mountains or ravines and an atmosphere. That's the reason to colonize Mars. That's different though, Tay. Well yeah, see that, that Johnny Johnny's going all rain man. I'm gonna reel this back in I'm and sorry. get back on topic. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so, 
I'm, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I give a shit. I give a shit. No fucking way. I was like, how can I segue back into this? I can't. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't. It's too far gone. After all the instructions you gave Hannah and I before we started this, you're the one that's veering <laughs> off course. All right. I'm like, eh, can I skip ahead? Mm, uh, I'm just going to just, right, uh, just go back to it. So if the moon landing was indeed fake. <laughs> <laughs> and directed by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were that now far Now I can't back. even go back to this. That's like when I stopped paying attention. We're so far down <laughs> no, some okay. big old butt, like, just rabbit hole. Just go. Nick, just go. All right. So if it's faked. Yeah, so you're back to Stanley Kubrick yeah. and that boring shit I was talking about. What? <laughs> I can't even stay on track. I believe we left at Jack Nicholson. Okay, right. Yeah, sure. Jack Nicholson. Uh... So we're going to talk about the, the key factors that created this theory in the first place. So I'm going to list several points. Keep spitting on the microphone. There's a lot of peas in this episode. <laughs> yeah, literally and figuratively. Um, I'm going to list several points that are key to believing that the moon landing was fake. And then in my notes, it says, pull up Wikipedia page for rebuttals. So give me a minute. You've never actually read the description of, of the action to do it. All right. So here are a few... Of the, <laughs> the specific topics. Stop laughing so much, dude. Just spit, speak your mind. Sorry. All right. Here are a few of the specific Take a topics. breath. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. You spit it out. Take I'm sorry. Deep, <sighs> take a deep breath. Oh. Take a glass of water. Drink Taylor's water. gone dark. What? I'll some water if you want to go in the other room. <laughs> Taylor's here. All right. So here's a few. Here's I, I narrowed down of the 20 specific pieces that created this moon landing being fake theory, I, I narrowed it down to six. So I'm going to read them off and then read very quick rebuttals to these. It's ridiculous. It'll all make sense. So one, they say that in these photos and videos, there are no stars in any of the photos or videos. Um, the rebuttal being that the astronauts were uh, talking about naked eye sightings of stars during the lunar daytime uh, and all man landings happen during the lunar daytime. Therefore, there are no stars that are present. What? That sounds make, dumb. A lunar so, daytime? What is that? It's so Watch dumb. Even well, that's like an so, oxymoron. So I think the yeah. idea is that... the sun wait, so is there, like, like so wait, out contrasting me, the stars or whatever? What is that? Here's, here's the, the concept behind that. So when the sun is shining on the earth and we're seeing God the earth... God damn it, Johnny. The sky, right, is bright. <laughs> when it's nighttime and everything around us is dark, our eyes can calibrate the aperture and we see the sky. If the moon around you is bright, you can't see this. It's the same exact thing as the, as the Earth, whereas if you're on the dark side, dark side of the moon. But you see, like, the... the uh, yeah. And we, okay, so he's making a valid point that's staying on topic. My favorite transport. Thank you, Nick. So it is, it is that your cameras were set for daylight exposure and could exactly. not detect the stars. Exactly. So that's so the they, biggest The exposure scenario. was on the moon, and therefore everything else was just impossible to see. Okay, and the next thing they say is the angle and color of the shadows are inconsistent, hinting that artificial light was used, like a set, like a movie set. Mm. Okay. Uh... They then say that shadows on the moon are complicated by reflected light, uneven ground, wide-angle lens distortion, and lunar dust, yeah. saying that there are several light sources, including the sun, sunlight reflected from the Earth, sunlight reflected from the moon's surface, and sunlight reflected from the astronauts and the lunar module. Yeah, uh, I watched the Mythbusters but- on the moon hoax landing, and that was that one, one that they actually they the debunked. Was, uh, they made like a you know, tiny little scale model with one light source, they were able to make all these different shadows in all different directions and stuff. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's it's super bizarre. So what, what you're saying is that all you need is a semi-reflective object in space to have a real big impact on the way lights like shown. Yes. Well, okay. That's pretty much the, so the okay. scenario. All right. Um, and then another one here is that there are ident- identical backgrounds in the photos, which, according to captions, were taken miles apart. Uh, the <laughs> which just suggests that a painted background was used on a film set, which is how they did a lot of how they made a lot of movies yeah, yeah. from the 30s yeah. onwards to even uh, the late 80s. The rebuttal to this is that backgrounds were not identical, just similar, sort of like a child saying no to his mother when he did something wrong, and he's sending her to a room and like no. The backgrounds weren't identical. They're just similar. Uh, They're saying that there appears to be nearby hills in some photos that are actually mountains many miles away. Um, They're claiming, they're reiterating to us as people saying, well, if objects are further away, they'll appear fainter and less detailed. (laughs) Fucking right. I get it. (laughs) It's so dumb. So dumb. So wait, so wait, who is who are answering these questions? NASA. Who are like counter? Yeah. So NASA, not the astronauts themselves? Yes. How the hell does NASA know this stuff? Do they have, like, answers prepared and ready for every single rebuttal? They, in the 80s, they put out, basically, the sheet of, all right, we're tired of y'all talking about this being fake, so we're going to put a sheet together, and we're going to just let y'all know that you're wrong. And this is them saying everyone's wrong. <laughs> Hannah, just to, like, because I want to hear from Hannah for a little bit. How do you, have you heard anything about this, Hannah? Like, these, like, weird moon hoax things, and how do you yeah. feel about it? Um, I do definitely think it's possible, and I think it's, like, really, um, like the whole childish spiel okay. between like Russia and America, I can definitely see America be like, guys, let's just fake it. Yeah. We got this. <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, um, fake it till you make it, you know? Exactly. Um, so I definitely think it was real. Okay. Uh, it could be like it could be a hoax. Um, but I mean, now there's like no way to tell because like there's so many pictures where there's like, oh, this is not something. This is like a stage light. Blah 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 blah, sure. and it's like. How can you tell it now when, like, these pictures have been out for so long? Totally. Right. Everything could be photoshopped at this point. Exactly. No. Yeah. 100%. So it's, it's been too long ago, so you can't even, like, go back to the sources that are, like, your original right. That sounds a lot like the Danny Costellera episode at a certain point. Like, it's, it's believed that you can't revisit something that is so far in the past because things don't cross and people are dead or things right. on the line. And I'm, and I'm, exactly. I'm going to get into that as well because there is the, 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 the number of how many people involved in this are staggering and okay. that shifts some things a little bit. What do you mean, what do you mean in this? Uh, we're getting there. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, if I can just say, if I can just say one you thing. You can say it. Say it. I, I, think, I think it was real. I, yeah. I 100% believe we landed on the Me moon. too. And that's coming from, I don't believe in bacteria. Danny's not my that far at home. But like, yeah. I really do think we landed there, well, and I think there are a lot. Of pr- why? Well, I, I don't wanna, like, and, take, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. I just want to lay it out right now, because you have the rest of the podcast to like convince. And I'm glad you do, Danny, because I do as well uh, in a different right because it happened in a different capacity, uh, and I'm going to get there as well. So stay tuned. How do you, how do you know it's different? Uh, <laughs> one of the final three details that I pulled that were fascinating that people thought this uh, was a hoax is that they say. The photos and video contain artifacts like the two seemingly matching C's on a rock on the ground, meaning these photos, uh, meaning these rocks could be studio props. So there is, uh, in some of these close-up images, if you zoom in on the rocks, there's uh, a pair of rocks that have the letter C drawn on them as if this was a studio prop. Yeah, there's that one. So, like, I mean, the letter C, that's just a pretty easy shape to just happen out there in nature. And plus, why the fuck would that denote a fucking prop? Like, oh, this is prop C. 
Like, what a shitty numbering system. Like, you know, way to put your serial numbers on. <laughs> what do you have? You only have 26 props? You know, you only have right. A through Z? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah, that's not That's not that's Kubrick. Not Kubrick at all. He, he wouldn't let that fly. It's not yeah, especially as detailed and, as he was. Like, uh, he wouldn't be letting mega mistakes come through like that. Yeah. yeah no, I saw no price tags in the shot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> when they say the C-shaped objects are most likely printing inf- imperfections and do not appear on the original film of the camera, it's also been suggested that the C is a coiled hair, which uh, I went to film school. We had a, a print film uh, class, there were many times where things in the images, they were hairs, they were scratches, they were so many oh, factors. Totally. Uh, like, like, when, you, when you develop yeah. film, things can make it look so dr- double exposed. You can, things can make it so drastically like different. It, it, you had to take a picture, and oh my, is that an alien? Is that a, is that a, is that a ghost in the background of that picture of your family? No, it's a fucking like, piece of dust or smudge. Yeah. So this was one of my favorite around. ones. Uh, one, this one is, is actually a question Okay. So to speak, that was posed that uh, the question is who filmed Neil Armstrong stepping onto the moon? Which that was a big one. It's like who was filming <laughs> yeah. the, the the shot, the iconic shot is is oddly timed and, and shot really well. It's not and bad. It's it's very interesting. So the rebuttal of this one is where shit gets crazy for me. Uh, these last two are where it gets just off for me. So they say that the thing that shot Neil Armstrong was the lunar module? Yeah, like it was on saying the that it was there was a camera hidden in the modulized equipment storage assembly from the side of the lunar module. Okay, uh, it housed many things like the TV camera, uh, meaning that 600 million people on Earth could watch the live feed. I, I just I like know. why would you put that in Wait, a stow stowage assembly? I'm confused. What's the problem with having a camera on the ship? I'm just saying that they're saying oh. that the the rebuttal is that the lunar module was actually filming Neil Armstrong. This fucking yeah. robot. The oddity was would filming. be that it would be placed that perfectly, you know, yeah. like oh, well, so well, cinematically. Well, no, no. Why didn't they put the camera on there and then he just went in front of that section? Like, well, so it was on no, a different movement. device. It wasn't on. His oh, lander, you're saying right? they like put a rover down? Was that correct? Like some kind of it, it's on so the lunar module is actually the ship that landed. Uh, yes. Okay, guy. On the lunar module, there the camera was there. Uh, That's what's not weird to me. It doesn't make sense because there's actually movement in that footage. Oh, so, okay, the, so oh the video turns? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, That's why well, it's odd to me. They have like possibly like done a uh one <laughs> of those um crawls where you like 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 what are they called? Ken burns, where they moved the image. I mean, they could have done it, but it was still very, like, specific that there was enough movement in the footage. Okay, so here's the thing. You're telling me that there was not someone that filmed it. It was, like, the ship or some kind of machine that had the That's what they're saying. It's also possible that one of the other dudes was mechanically operating it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so here here comes – this is when I start to doubt that it's real, this kind of stuff. So you're telling me that literally – so when I think of the moon landing – I feel like getting there was half of it, and then proving that we went there was the half, the other half. Hundred percent. So you're telling me that they did not like they had all these astronauts. Perfect. They didn't have another space for someone specific. No, of course film not. Through anything no, to prove no, it. No, no, because, like because in Armageddon they sent miners yeah. to an <laughs> Danny, asteroid. Danny, they couldn't send. Danny. They couldn't stand Kubrick Danny, himself Danny. with a camera. <laughs> yes, and, and he's Ar- not qualified. He and, had heart problems, and, bro. In Armageddon, they sent steel beams that that weighed. 
hundreds of pounds. Back then when they sent an astronaut into space in 1969, the amount of money and lack of space it would take to put somebody in one of those uh, modules was impossible. Like They barely were able to fit those three or four. Was it the three guys? Nah, it was three, it three, was three. Yeah, three guys but in. All Buzz Aldrin. The, the other guy, Neil Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah, well, the, so it was. There's always that one David, guy, David Clark. <laughs> it, it, so it was impossible to put them in there, let alone another person. There just wasn't enough money, wasn't enough resources, and they wanted them to get there safe and sound. There wasn't, huh, there wasn't like, hey, you know that film guy, the filmmaker? Oh, Nick Floyd, put him in there. You throw him in there. <laughs> Fuck that. No. Hey guys, He's the greatest Hi, there's no way. It's a cool fight on your like, food. Like, like the idea that like America does not need at that time a actual filmmaker. They needed one shitty camera on the module. That's all we really needed. A picture to show it. Just not not a not an expensive camera. Not a person <sighs> that knows how to do it. Not cameras that can even do real double exposure to see yeah. the stars. They just this is 1969, and that's important to yeah. to or, to speak on. Yeah, it's also I've watched so a lot they, of videos where they try and say that the people from Hasselblad. And the creator of the Hasselblad cameras that they used tried to say that they couldn't even shoot that shit. But I don't know. That's yeah. hearsay. But I, I've so, seen many documentaries where the actual people from Hasselblad, the creators of that Hasselblad camera, said that it yep. could not do what these shots are. And this is, uh, so, yeah. And that, Taylor, like what you just said, the, it brings me to my last point, saying that... Uh, Filming the cameras would have been fogged by galactic ambient radiation. Yeah, they went through the Van Allen belt. The Van Allen radiation. They belt. did. They did. And I don't know about you, and I don't know if you know any of you guys have shot on a film camera before. Yeah. But if it's too fucking cold or too hot or too wet or too dry, like even in a protective film canister, shit still gets messed up. Like so the film will get fogged. Like in the vacuum of space, there's imp- it's impossible that cameras can survive. I think I think the changes in yeah. temperature, the change the changes in environment, I think the film because films you know, the emulsion in the film, I think no matter how well built the camera is or the housing. Or the housing of the camera. Like we have Sony A7S's and Canon 5D's and we have reds and we have all this stuff. If the camera gets too hot, the camera will shut down. If it's too cold outside, the camera will shut down. We're talking film. So what what happens if hypothetically if there is a piece of glass projecting the the spaceship from space? Yeah. And the camera is just inside of that glass. I think There's the still a- yeah I think the powers of space it's like solar flares all these different things that are coming down that like our atmosphere protects us from. No, know? no, I know. I, I I'm not. I'm saying what if what if the camera's not outside? What if it's literally inside of a a piece of glass? It's inside the, the space. I just don't know the, that the, glass shields from that kind of stuff. Well, you're saying that they were in that they were in that uh, that spaceship, Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, and they didn't have glass. They they had huh? well, they say they say the film. I was saying so. So the camera is is where they would be inside filming it. Okay, but yeah, okay, behind glass. Yeah, okay. But they say the film was stored in metal containers, which kept the radiation from fogging the film's emulsion. That's the that's huh. the rebuttal that was placed. Metal. I, yeah, but the, I don't the, buy the it. cameras are metal. Yeah. So that doesn't make a difference. Isn't lead what protects you from radiation? Maybe. Well, lead is metal, so maybe that was it. No, I think I they used don't. gold uh, sheeting. I think that's what they use. I mean, lead would be yeah, way too fucking yeah. heavy. I think that's why they yeah, use gold. Yeah, they use gold sheeting. They do use gold. It's just the whole thing. So the movement's weird to me, but somebody could be controlling that. There's a lot yeah. of things that, that don't make a whole lot of sense. But then again, you even today, remember, guys, even today when, we, when we've seen, not recent, but like the most recent astronaut footage, isn't great. It's still shitty. Well, Not only because right. it's millions of miles away, but like 
it, it's so hard to to capture. Like, like yeah, the cameras didn't make sense, but like we have to give that a pass. This because, footage was yeah. so good, though. Like, I mean, the, the quality of this footage was ridiculous. No settings good. on these cameras. There's yeah, that's no what settings. I when like, I saw the these astronauts can't fiddle with the cameras. Yeah. They can't say, okay, that's not the right exposure. Like they were, the yeah. exposures are set before this rocket ever takes off. You know, they got to the guessing that this shit is right. And it just happened to be. It still got damaged, though. The film still got damaged, though, right? Uh, well, in uh, the I end, mean, the film's it, actually, there is a weird thing that happened to the film. Um, I don't know about that film, but it was all live broadcast, right? So it was broadcast in real time. Yeah. Like, unlike today, where we have an eight-second delay, to claim that this was all live broadcast. <laughs> Which is crazy. Ooh. A live, real-time broadcast yeah. from space in 1969. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Was the live broadcast in space? They brought it was so, from space. I've got some info yeah, on some... this live broadcast. Okay, so the original, okay, the original broadcast was recorded from Apollo 11's slow scan television or SST in its raw form onto telemetry telemetry data tape. Uh, they were recorded as a backup to the broadcast, and then in order to broadcast this slow scan, the SSTV transmission, NASA converted in real time to NTSC television format. And then tons of people around the world recorded that broadcast, you know, on their shitty recorders, yeah, yeah. right? Like tube televisions. So there is an original broadcast that was captured in this SSTV form, a, a, like a literally raw form, uncompressed, looked good as fuck. And all the tapes <laughs> existed until the 1980s when there was apparently some shortage of telemetry data tapes, and NASA recorded over them. Get so out! So there are what? no original yeah. tapes of this broadcast. What the fuck? And the one I that you've seen, that. the broadcast that everyone has seen, had already gone through conversion, so it's already down-converted at least once. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. So there That's are people weird. who saw on their own screens, like in Australia, who were actually bringing in this broadcast to do the backups, there are people who saw the actual raw, uncompressed footage, and then they yeah. even videotaped it with their stupid little recorders, like videotaping a TV <laughs> doing it. And uh, so there are pictures <laughs> of it out there where you can see where it is much clearer than the broadcast that we saw. But it's how Weird. fucking dumb yeah. is that? Why in the that world would you get rid of the like raw data? Real. Okay, well, here's another thing, Taylor. Why in the world, if Stanley Kubrick did film this, why would he have filmed it that well? If he's that meticulous and that, like, you know, like, specific and OCD-ridden, why would he make it? Because he's, like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, in, in, my, in my life, I'm like, well, if I'm trying to make found footage, if I'm trying to make it look like found footage, why would I shoot it on a red with a steady cam? Well, right? I don't know where Nick's going with this, but there are two different schools of thought. Obviously, if we're talking about a broadcast coming from space, that couldn't have been shot by Stanley Kubrick, Right. So the stuff that uh, we're talking about is being shot by Stanley Kubrick yeah. would have been something yep, different. Yeah, yeah, I know. So yeah, I you're right, you're there's right. two schools right. of thought here. The broadcast came in, it got recorded, and they're giving us this excuse that I just told you. Yeah, it was converted, and then it was converted to NTSC, so you could broadcast it, right? Blah, 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 blah. What if somebody was recording these raw, you know, films? NASA has the raw films. In the 80s, they say, oh, uh, yeah, somebody recorded over them. Sorry, we don't have them. So... They just say they never existed. Now we don't have them anymore. But on the other hand, the broadcast that we saw still could have been Stanley Kubrick's production. Not even related to the actual, you know, transmission that was brought in. You know what I mean? 
Are you are you saying that Stanley Kubrick directed it? Well, are you saying they did go to the moon and Kubrick directed it? Yeah, I'm saying yeah, exactly. I think one of the popular beliefs out there, and I don't want to jump ahead in front of Nick, but one of the popular beliefs is that both happened. Yes, they did go to the moon and they did transmit, yeah, you know, film back. Would, but the stuff that we saw yeah. was directed yeah. by Stanley Kubrick. That's the possible. That's would, the, no, the popular belief. They, I they did fake their photos. That is a fact, fact so, that they that they smudged photos. I mean, that's a fact. NASA's come out yes. and said that over the years. Uh, yeah, it's provable. I would definitely argue the idea that if we went to the moon and we landed, no matter what we shot, we would have done quote unquote reshoots for the public. You know, yeah, not, like not a presentation stream, but, kind of thing. Well, yeah, I think like after we saw the footage from the moon, if we did shoot footage in the moon, then we when we came back, Stanley Kubrick or whoever reshot it and made it look the specifically how he wanted it to where they wanted it to yeah. for Russia, right? Like polished it up and made reshoots. So I think it's definitely feasible that both happened. Totally. Well, and the, I think the biggest thing, the final like top off with the six things that I read off about where this all started, there are also, are also a lot of mechanical issues that have been, re, you know, they, they, there have been rebuttals to them. So it's like the lunar modules made no uh, blast craters or any sign of dust scatter. Um, there is the lunar module sense stage that made no visible flame. There is, uh, the lunar modules weighed 17 tons and made no mark on the moon dust, yet footprints from the astronauts themselves can be seen beside them, well, making they, them there. Did and, they take pictures of the, of, of the, of yeah, the and apparently yeah, you pictures can still that. see them. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Wait, wait so the way they say there's pictures of the, where the, the, the ship was? The footprints. I know. But there's, a, why would they have taken pictures of where the, the module landed? Is, well, it's because... It's like uh, it's from above. No, I, I it get was that. a photo from above. I was saying, yeah, they have pictures of, of the feet print. Obviously, like take a picture of the foot. Yeah, I don't know, tomato, tomato. But what I'm trying to say is, okay. <laughs> sorry, you're, 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 you're really you're in. Good. You're good. Just, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, they just took the picture. I don't know. But they didn't. They, they saying, no, they took the the picture. It, it was later. It was look. I don't know. Okay. Uh, what I'm saying is that the rebuttals to these specific things, the mechanics, are a lot of numbers and math and things that just don't make a lot of sense to a lot of people. So it's, you know, the reason why the lunar module didn't we- didn't make any sort of imprint on the moon was because it weighed 17 short tons. And after expanding fuel and oxidizer on the descent from lunar orbit, the lander weighed about 2,698 pounds. The astronauts were much lighter than the lander, but their boots were much smaller Blah, 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 blah. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. Uh, so that's what I'm confused about, though. So, yeah, there was footprints. I, it's weird because they're so light, and they're in, you know, whatever, 30% gravity, so they're even yeah. lighter. But why would they have taken a picture of where the spaceship was to see if there were It was prints? later. So they took the picture later. They go, they've been to the moon again. And they and they, went and they back. know where they landed. They yeah, landed the well, sea of tranquility. The picture that we're was talking there... about right now is a picture of a device that has wheels. Yes. Okay, so there are footprints around where this thing is, right? Clear footprints yes. of somebody walking around, but there are no tracks either in front or behind these wheels. So it is this right. it was just placed down, which is also a possibility. Right. Uh, are you guys looking at a picture in there? Uh, no, no, I just no. know what picture I, he's talking about. I, I right. yeah. just like you, Danny, Hannah, and I. We don't get any pictures on this podcast. Right. Nick and Taylor do. <laughs> so the key, the, to, to move forward, the key that I'm saying here is that a lot of things that were placed there, the larger items like the lunar module, um, like the blast craters or dust scatter that was expected from something when it lands, 
there are a lot of specific things from NASA saying, well, no crater should be expected and this and that. Um, so this, there's just, there's so many factors here. And, you know, like I said, remember the Blair Witch Project, remember these specific things because these are about to come into play in this, uh, this little outro here um, for everything. So with this being one of the first conspiracy theories, there have been over 40 years for people to debunk many different theories, which this actually had a very big impact on this episode for me. Uh, it is also said that there were nearly 400,000 people involved in the Apollo missions, which would make it nearly impossible to keep so many people quiet for that long. Yeah. But you just don't have That's to keep that many people quiet. Wait. Everything's on a need-to-know basis, just like the Manhattan Project, remember? Well, right. well wait, you're saying yeah. 400,000 people that are not only like their families of the, of the astronauts, people that work in the actual NASA like right. launch system, their families, their friends. All just pawns yeah. in the game. Okay. They are. They I mean, don't that's, know. And that's, They're not right. in the know. And with so many any uh, so many other government officials entering and exiting office and dealing with secrets on a daily basis, there does seem to be a rebuttal in place, even if four hundred thousand is an insanely high number of people to keep quiet. And I say that meaning there are a lot of people in the military. There are a lot of people who work at Lockheed Martin, and yeah. I know a handful. There are a lot of people who work in medical fields and in labs and that cannot talk about anything. There are people on film sets yeah. who sign NDAs who do not talk about that. Yeah. Non-disclosure agreements. If you're a part of something that you know you're going to make change, if you're a part of NASA and you know that you're going to work on stuff that is too uh, – it's just too much to talk about and too much to process for you know the, well, the, public. the typical public. Yeah, they can't handle you it. You know what you're getting into. If it's the idea that like if, if you know that outside of Plato's cave – is going to blow people's minds and drive them insane. Don't let them out of Plato's cave. Right. Algorithm cave. Right. And I'm not saying we didn't go to the moon. I'm not saying that. However, I believe that on November 14th, 1969, with the launch of Apollo 12, that that could have been the first true moon, uh, manned moon landing by the U.S. It makes sense that it was only a few months after Apollo 11, and given that... NASA needed more time to test the lunar module that is known as Saturn V. It makes sense. However, as I previously said, this is a conspiracy theory theory that has lived on for years and years, and there have been plenty of rebuttals as well as claims against new discrepancies almost every day. So I do think okay. we did go to the moon on, on, on yeah. November 14th, yeah. 1969 yeah. for Apollo 12. Mm-hmm. Hold on. You're telling me that there was an Apollo 12... <laughs> What? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and a thirteen, and, and, a, and a fourteen, and a fourteen. I knew there was a thirteen, but you're blowing my mind Same. right now. Yeah, it happened. I literally thought we made two attempts. You're telling me there was an Apollo twelve? Yeah, and we made and it many, to the moon. Many attempts. I thought it just, I thought it just crashed. There was one, and they relabeled it thirteen. <laughs> no, <laughs> like twelve point two. You just blew my mind. Yeah, I'm not right. sure which one is the one that exploded on the launch pad. Thirteen. Or, yeah, I don't. No, not thirteen. It was so- how many were there? It's only one with exploded that had a guy in it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. No, how many like attempts did they have? A lot. Oh yeah, like, dude, like so yeah. many. What about 18, where they went to the moon and found the aliens? <laughs> yeah. Was it 12 total? <laughs> well, that what said? I don't know if that was. I don't know. I don't know if that was right. Tw- 12 total people. Were uh, it was a lot. Or 12? Was it six out of 12 that was fake? I don't know. Wait. So there were fake ones? Well, no. Six out of 12 that people believe were fake. Like hoaxers would believe that it was six out of 12 that were fake. Yeah, um, I mean it was it, I, it was. Uh, I'm trying to pull up how many, but I can't find it right now. But there were a lot. 
Um, but that that's like that's where my true line of thought comes from is I that agree. because we were it was so urgent seeing the tests and all that that needed to be done for the Saturn V and the lunar module. I think that the Apollo 11 mission could have been staged in order to stake claim in this space race, this war, essentially, uh, for power in the space game. And I think Apollo 12, because it was only just months after Apollo 11, that this was the opportunity for NASA to say, okay, now we can finally go. We just have to keep this lie safe for X amount of months, and then we can go ahead and say, okay, we did it. We have moon rocks. We have all that shit. What's weird about the moon? What I said earlier that no one cares about the fucking moon and there's evidence for it, it's because when they bring back all these moon rocks, they, like, loan them out to scientists and people, and they give them out as gifts to, like, governors and stuff. And, dude, they all get lost. Like, most of the... (laughs) Not most, I mean, but a large amount of the moon rocks that have been collected are just completely unaccounted for, and they've just been lost because no one gives a shit about them. It's weird. Because they look like normal rocks. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like, scientists would get them and then, like, never do any studies on them, and they would eventually die, and these samples that would are supposed to be returned would just be lost in the boxes, you know, in this, these hey, people's yeah. stuff. How many rocks look different than rocks? I don't know. Right, yeah, yeah it just looks like a yeah, volcanic rock or like something. An, I'll tell you what, like, like any asteroid I've, because I've, so, uh, in my house, we have an asteroid or a meteorite, meteor, meteor, whatever the difference is. Um, <laughs> that one space rock thing. Uh, <laughs> and they're the only difference in it looking like a normal piece of cobblestone or whatever is its weight. It literally looks like a piece of rock. It's just like fucking heavy. So like, I think it's very plausible that they can just like lose them and like not see them. I don't know. Yeah, it's not something you could leave on your desk. You know. I mean, it could be. It could be, but it's also very heavy. Here's what I find really hard to believe, that I have to disagree. I really don't think the whole point of this moon landing was to beat the Russians. Okay. Like, I get looking back at that now, but you're telling me there weren't a few people that generally, genuinely really wanted to go to the moon. No, I, I do I do think that it was in the cards. I think that was the next step regardless. I think the moon was the the plan all along, and I just... I know that the Soviets wanted to go and that the U.S. wanted to go. That that was the next step. And I think the U.S. Yeah. needed to get there before they could. Yeah, it's the only like, reachable landing imagine. point outside of the Earth. You know, it's it's the only frontier. It's the only new frontier. Yeah, but I can't see I can't see everyone in the control room saying, like, we got to go. We got to beat the Russians. We got to get there right now. Like, I feel like this whole thing, they really genuinely wanted to go. To Absolutely, the yeah. I, I think people wanted to go to, of course, like the scientists wanted to go. But I feel like... They probably had pressure from the outside, maybe the government or whatever. But I definitely, because I don't think they would rush it that bad. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think there was this big competitive event that we think of it as. But I, you know, it's so far ahead. You talk about patriotism, you know, and in every big war is preceded by a really big patriotic event. And this could be something that's like, okay, we really think something's going to happen in a Cold War. We got to up our patriotism a little bit. We got to get everybody back on our side in our own country. Yeah. Let's prove yeah. to them that we're the best, you know? Right. And what's what, like that, what the image of patriotism is that fucking flag it's true. on yeah. the surface of the moon. Isn't it like, now that white is America. Of isn't, huh? isn't it now like white from radiation? I heard that like I think so. That we look at it now, it's like what? it looks just like a big white flag, like the French held up in. Yeah, the radiation war. because of the belt, the Van yeah. Allen belt is. Yeah, the radiation's insane. It's just literally like it, it wiped all the the color clear, so it looks like it's just a big white flag. That's what I heard. Yeah, 
Well, I think, like, as far as patriotism and stuff goes, I do think that there is a certain amount of control over this, this, I mean, NASA was a program. NASA was not a a branch of the government. NASA was a program. And I think, you know, I mean, we'll role play right now, but Johnny, let's say, let's say you're a little, uh, you're (laughs) just a little guy who works at NASA. And I'm, and I'm a member of the government and you're just working away. You're just typing away on these 1969 keyboards. And I kick the door open and I'm like, listen here, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We're going to the goddamn moon. Goddamn moon. And we need to go in two months. Okay. You make it happen. Okay. And then you just say, I'm not going to go in this this decade or the next or whatever. We're not, we're not ready. Well, I'll tell you how you can get ready. You need to you contact Stanley Kubrick. He made a film called 2001 A Space Odyssey. Get him on the phone, make it happen, or I'm going to kill you and your family. He's going to be a big deal in the future. I can All see right. it. <laughs> so, have you guys heard any of the fucking, cool. or watched any documentaries about Stanley Kubrick's and like the signs that he put into his movies about the yeah. movie? I haven't even seen his movies. I don't even know who we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> 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 and has no. I've never seen uh, Space Odyssey. I've never seen The Shining. You've never seen The Shining? I know You've the never David, seen The Shining? Dude. I'm saving it for. It's on my list of really good movies oh, to watch. I know where we're right watching next tonight. To, uh, Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. And I, <laughs> I do not think I'm going to watch. Uh, the Shining or Space Odyssey tonight because uh-huh. all I'm going to be thinking about is how the moon landed. Dude, all right. Well, I'm going to give you some scenes to think it's about while you're fucking up. watching it. So I, it's cool. I've seen Ready Player <laughs> One. I mean, I'm in it. Like I know I got the whole. I got the. Gist well, there's of this it. documentary uh, called Room Two Thirty Seven, produced by this dude named Jay Widener, and it like goes through all these crazy, crazy examples of what seems to be Stanley Kubrick hinting that he did in fact hoax this moon shit. Absolutely. Or, or he's just doing that to be like. Like, oh, I'm just going to tease the right. uh, the crazies out there. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. yeah, but is that something a creator would do? Like, someone as serious well, yeah. and uh, articulate? Yeah, and here's my take on that. Like, his daughter like. Vivian came out in the recent years and be like, there's no way my dad would have done that. He was a pro. He was li- a literal genius. He was like a perfectionist. And he really cared about people and he cared about humans. And he wouldn't want to deceive people, you know? But on the flip side of that, what if he had no choice? Like, governments, I've often don't give you a choice and i don't think he That's was even american right he was english so oh. i don't know maybe the u.s yeah. could give less shit yeah. but like well they could have hired anybody that would have done it could, could but, that be why if it was fake that it was not flawless could it be like he had a gun pointed to his head? Hypothetically. <laughs> well, I mean, it was probably... And that's why there were so many errors and, like, well, signs. It can only be as good as his knowledge will let him. I mean, he has no idea what shit's going to look like in space. I mean, he's just guessing. You know? Right. Well, one of the things that people do say is that it's it seems to be apparent that front screen projection was used in, a lo- in all these moon videos. And you can see all these videos where people try and paint out, like, exactly where, like, the horizon ends. And it's what they would call is, oh, that's the end of the set. And that's where space exists, and then the front projection is right behind it. So there's a lot of that in there. But my thought is, if he was a perfectionist and he cared about human and he didn't want to deceive people, but he had no choice, he would have been murdered or possibly his family murdered. Why wouldn't he go ahead and do it, make it as good as he can, and then throw out some signs later? You know, to be like, I I care about humans. I want them to know. I can't tell them. But, you know. Right. That's what the C stands for. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, some of the points, though, help. in this fucking, uh, in the Shining, dude, are crazy, dude. So, I know you know the iconic carpet, 
like layout, you know, the little hexagon pattern and the oranges and blacks. You guys know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a pattern in there. Yes. It's a pretty iconic yes. carpet pattern. Well, there's a scene in the movie where Danny, the little boy, <laughs> right, me. Well, he goes into one of these hotel rooms and sees this sweet-ass naked babe, right? So the scene starts out. He is sitting on the carpet, playing with some little toy trucks and stuff, and he is centered over one of these hexagons, and all the trucks are kind of laid out around this hexagon. If you look at photos of the NASA launch pad for the, the Apollo launch pad, it's a fucking hexagon, the exact same shape as this. It looks exactly the same shape. It is nuts. When Danny hears something, or I don't know if a ball rolls towards him, I don't quite remember, but he's like, yeah, yeah. he's, you know, he's, he get, stands up and he's going to walk to this room. When he stands up, you realize he's wearing a sweater. What's on that sweater? Apollo 11 rocket. So it said that he gets up from the launch pad, that's Apollo 11 taking off, Whoa. right? He walks over to this door. The room is number 237, okay? Now in the book, the room is 217. So he, he changed it to 237, and it said that every time he changes something from the source material, there's a reason. And, and this is pretty fucking dumb, but if you, on the door itself, it says room number 237, and room is capitalized, and the N in number is capitalized, and people try and say, yeah, if you take those letters, it, it spells moon room. <laughs> Which, okay, yeah, it does, I guess. <laughs> sure, I guess. But a crazy thing... At the time, the average distance from the Earth, the moon, was 237,000 miles from the Earth on average. That's real specific. It's pretty well, specific. Not only that, yeah. one of the legends that, like, one of the things that, like, debunks, that people try and say debunks it is that, oh, well, the, uh, the hotel said that they needed to change it from 217 to 237 so that guests later don't get freaked out by staying in room 217. Well, if you do the research... There is no 217 in that hotel. Weird. Right. It's fucking crazy, That's dude. Crazy. Well, and there's well all- on top of all that, they said, you know, there is a rumor still to this day that Stanley Kubrick wrote an unproduced screen, a secret screenplay. And a lot of people thought it was Napoleon, which was then released by Mondo or somebody. Somebody released it as a book, and you could read the screenplay, uh, what they could gather. But there is a rumor that Kubrick wrote one finer, final screenplay, and in that screenplay are... Cloverfield. Yeah, it's Cloverfield. It's secrets that he had been keeping, and the biggest secret to him was the Apollo 11 filming. And Ooh. there are cues Ooh. in the film that are answers to how it actually happened. Or and it's how just it a publicity spot, because every <laughs> single... No publicity is bad publicity. You or it that? is. And, and that, that, that leads me to the final paragraph of this, which was very, like... A borderline emotional for me to write because in a way okay. it sort of sums up this podcast and conspiracy theories and everything as a whole and it really made me step back and go huh okay. well fuck yeah. oh it's okay so in 2016 the director of the political capital institute in budapest peter Kreko gave his students a unique assignment that required them to take two completely unconnected events and invent a plausible connection between them. The students said how easy it was, which then showed how easy it is to create conspiracy theories. But this also shows how easy it is to rebut conspiracy theories such as the moon landing. For example, the businesses 
to for the business to come out and say you're wrong is like getting only one side of the story. And we've talked about this during the LHC CERN episode when they denied that bizarre stage sacrifice that happened on their facilities campus because they just came out and they're yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no, it didn't. Yeah. It's like, who are you to say it didn't? Yeah. But our rebuttal stated solely to just shut down the further investigation of certain events like the moon landing. Is there more we don't know about this entire situation? I truly believe so, and I think that's the fun of it all. And going back to the Blair Witch Project, the ability to spread a fake story was completely plausible pre-social media. The Blair Witch Project did it successfully. Yeah. So who's to say that back in 1969, there wasn't a really captivating fictional story, not just for fun, but to save our country from a potential threat? Yeah. Then you never know. So... What had happened was... What had happened was... <laughs> what had happened was... We needed to get to the moon. We wanted to so badly that we made a film. And yeah. we ended up winning because of it. Yeah, I think it changed everything. I think I think going to the moon... And I do think we went to the moon. Do I think it was on July 20th, 1969? <laughs> well, let's, well, maybe. Let's do this. Who in, the, who in this podcast believes it? we went to the moon? Nick? Yeah. Who I I do believe we went to the moon, but I believe we went to the moon in November fourteenth, nineteen sixty nine. Okay, so you believe we went to the moon? I do believe we went to the moon on, on the day the first the first day. No, not on July twentieth. Oh, okay. So you did it the second time? Uh, yes. Okay, uh, Taylor, what do you think? I think we went there the first time, but the footage that we saw that we see as the footage is not the actual footage. I agree, Danny. Um. Uh, when I started hearing about Apollo 12, I feel like it makes sense that they would push this off later, but then that accepts that all the footage in Apollo 11 was fake, which I do not believe. So I do believe they faked photographs, so I'm on Taylor's side. Okay, so we are all in, in, in agreement that we went there, but they filmed... We're forgetting someone else. Oh, I'm, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. So all three of us agree. Okay, all, all right, Hannah, okay. I'll be you. Hmm? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think like, happened? Sorry, I stopped wake listening up, 15 minutes ago. <laughs> what do you think happened? No, I, I wasn't sure if you were done talking or not. No, um, I think I'm with Nick. Okay. So the first time didn't happen, wow. but the second time definitely did. Yeah. So, so the first time was just specifically for us to win, hands down, cheatsy doodles, we got it. I think the first time was to take off the pressure of, yeah, we went there, and the second time was to, like, actually, you know, do it. We got a 3-2 split, but in democracy, that means we win. Good job, Taylor, Johnny, and Danny. <laughs> no one wins. <laughs> so one thing that I stumbled across was this dude named William Tompkins, who was a NASA aerospace designer on the Apollo missions. Um, he wrote a book after he retired called Selected by Extraterrestrials. And in this book, he details, he talks a lot about uh, the Apollo 11 mission. And what he says is that it was uh, absolutely fake. And that if you people were to see the real footage, it would be insane because they were running into aliens the entire fucking time. He said before they <laughs> even approached the sense. moon, that they were escorted by ships <laughs> down to the moon. And then once they land on the moon... And I know you guys have had to have heard this, that um, Neil Armstrong, you know, they have to, like, buzz over to the, to the secret channel, right? So they can talk about the aliens that they're seeing on the edge of this crater. Well, this yeah. dude, William Tompkins, says, yes, these craters were there, and he draws pictures of them, these giant, massive ships, and he quotes Neil Armstrong as saying, there are other ships here, they are enormous. And then he claims that they were then escorted out. And the aliens were basically like, uh, yeah, get the fuck out of here. And then on uh, the missions that came after, it was similar. They were just like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. 
But then how? But, but they, we can see the flag from um, the Earth. Well, yeah, we, we went back. Every, we were there. Yeah, we went back. We were there every so time. But every time they, they went, they're like, "Yo, get the fuck out!" And what my guess is, eventually, you know, we're political people. Humans are like, "Dude, we're cool guys. We're not getting the fuck out." And I bet if extraterrestrials were there, then by us continually coming up there, they might be like, "All right, okay." They're becoming advanced enough to where maybe we need to pay some attention to them, not just tell them to go away. Maybe let's uh, let's talk so, to them a little bit. Boom, saying, Space Force exists. So you're saying this moody teenager alien is like, get the fuck out of my room! Yeah, get out of my room, room like, mom! You know what? Like, literally alien yeah. bouncers. You know what? Uh, I actually need, mom, I, I need you to, I need you for some money. I think we could make a Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I want we you to live. I want you to live in my basement, yeah. or I want to live in your basement, mom. Like they, they, we're living on on these aliens' back step, and we're gonna have a symbiotic relationship. And you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, never gonna go to college. Yeah, personally, I think that's most feasible. Um, that this footage was faked before they ever took off. In the event that something crazy happens up there, oh, not only in died? the event that like oh maybe we don't get there, but it's like okay, yeah, we do get there, but something crazy happens that we cannot show on a live broadcast and we just simply right. cannot show it and that's the biggest thing too is that you think about you know streaming fucking american idol live and they're like oh should we what if someone decides if someone doesn't get voted in the show yeah. they're gonna go off on air uh you're going to the moon you're going to a new frontier the and you're frontier. live streaming it on television and that's just that is a very good point Variables. it's like what you know that's that's such a risk that what if I just like, don't think the government. I think the government would intervene and say, "You can't do that. You need to figure something else out." And maybe that's the harmless truth behind it all: is that well, it had to be faked for the security of our nation, of yeah. our world, we've of had, our Earth. We've had liftoffs be live. We've, we've had I rockets know. explode yes. live on. TV. Yeah, but you can watch that. But if they if they As got aliens. to the moon and they got out and there was like a nine foot tall, super skinny, like creepy looking thing, just like. Welcome to the moon. Yeah, no, that was literally the cold open to Transformers Three: Dark. <laughs> where they land, they land on the moon, take their selfies, and then go check out the big ships. That but that would, ruin, yeah. that would ruin the world if there was actually an alien. It's not about killing an astronaut in space or killing it on the, the takeoff or all that stuff, which is horrible in Fort Knox. It's all about if we live streamed it and we saw it an extraterrestrial. That would fuck everything up. Right. Well, then clearly, the, that if that were true, that would prove that America cared more about protecting the people and doing what's best for America than the race against the Soviets. I, almost. Because if they went almost. there first and saw the aliens, that would be the mm. biggest, like, mic drop to the rest of the world, more so than landing Right, on yeah, like, they established like, contact yeah, yeah. first. Yeah, we made first contact. Yeah. So if that is true, then really our intentions were purely just to go to the moon. Right. Well, and, and one of the biggest things that I, that, you know, I didn't mention uh, because – this was about the hoax itself, this whole episode, was, you know, there were some amazing people who who were involved in the Apollo 11 mission, and that was Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, uh, and Michael Collins. Oh, okay. Nice. And, Phil Collins? Uh, yeah, Phil Collins. Quick Google search. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I pulled it up on Wikipedia. Uh, but that's, like, that's the key, the key here, and Neil Armstrong's story is so fascinating, and, you know, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but Ryan Gosling's going to be portraying him in First Man, which comes out <laughs> October 12, 2018. I'm excited yeah, to see... Our city. <laughs> I'm excited to see that story, and to see how that all, plan, you know, panned out, because at one point or another, those three men contributed a lot 
to NASA and the mission was dangerous if it was real, if it wasn't, whatever they were involved in, there was a lot going on and that they did disappear. And, you know, there were there were moments where Neil Armstrong's wife was, you know, he just like he would disappear and, you know, come back and and be all beat up. Uh, and that was essentially from the training. But, you know, we you just don't know. Like, you know, if the hoax theory works, like what did Buzz Aldrin, and Neil Armstrong, and Michael Collins go through? Uh, and that is something that we'll never know. Maybe we will one day. Maybe we won't. But in the meantime, we can just keep talking about it because it's 40-plus years strong, and it's super fun. Uh, and just keep it going. Huh. Yeah. Well, here's one. On a oh. side note. Oh, on a side note, I just wanted to point out, I talked about this a little bit earlier. I want to point out one of my favorite movie posters of all time was Apollo 18. If anyone is familiar with that, that old found footage movie. So from like bad. Six or seven years. Yeah. But the poster was like an alien footprint. And the tagline for the movie, like I'll never forget, it like was embedded into my mind. It was, uh, find out why we never went back. And then I was like, well, why the hell didn't we go back? No, well, because it was like, a waste. But the we reason, did go back in November. We, no, the reason. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 no. I didn't know about that. But did we? Did we land? Yes. Where's the photos? It's out. There's a documentary called "For All Mankind." <sighs> and the reason we're not going back to this day is there's nothing for us to. to there's nothing to gain. there except some moon rocks. The, people keep losing. Or not exactly. Space Force already <laughs> has it held down, and we don't know no. that they're going back. No, that's on the dark true. side of the moon. No, but keep this, keep this little <laughs> nugget in the back of your head, okay? The broadcast, the broadcast of footage was like three hours long, right? And they were on the moon for a total of like twenty-one hours. That's a that's lot a of time they were on the fucking moon. It's that also wasn't, a lot of data you know, and footage. It wasn't. It's also a lot of information. A lot of stuff to broadcast. Huh? It's also a lot of information to broadcast. To like twenty-one hours is a lot more footage than one hour or three hours. <laughs> but what did they do yeah, for 21 hours? Yeah, roughly seven hours? times more. But <laughs> yeah, what what did they do for 21 hours? Uh, they took communion. They played golf. They, yeah. they really played yeah, golf. Yeah, what did they do? Yeah, exactly. They played golf on the moon? Apparently, they That's played golf and Buzz Aldrin took communion on the Yeah, moon. and subsequent missions. They brought all kinds of dumb shit up to the moon. Yeah. yeah. They tried to play volleyball, but Buzz spiked it and it just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> so they canned it. Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> there are rumors that... Buzz Aldrin had one of the greatest basketball drunks of all time. <laughs> well, I mean, Buzz yeah. Aldrin says all kinds of crazy shit about fucking aliens and seeing aliens on that trip. I mean, he's he says shit all, about, all, all the time. And I'm sure before he dies, shit's going to blow up. I just remembered... He goes to the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> yeah, because of the Moon Man. He just to keep them all on lockdown. He's got to keep the Moon Man on lockdown. I just remember something really previously that I was trying to figure out like for this whole entire podcast. Danny, you brought something up earlier about like humans and why couldn't they brought like a filmmaker on the the on the... Module and all that stuff. I just remembered yeah. a depiction of astronauts in the first, you know, mission to Mars or uh, the Moon. Sorry, hmm, uh, where yeah. they had to piss themselves, right? Because there was nowhere to go on the whole way up, and eventually they equipped them literally with diapers because there was zero fucking room. They're like, "Hey, I have to go to the bathroom before we launch off." And you're not, you're not getting up. You're not fucking getting up. There's nowhere. We we spent 15 hours getting you in there. We're not getting you out. Like, there's there's zero to no room in this thing. I have a hard time believing that there would be any way we could. I, I'm going to stop there. I, I went back a thousand hours ago, and I just thought of that, and I asked that. 
So then why was the module so small? Which is because what I it's, don't it's understand. okay, Danny. You know how hard it is to throw a a, 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 a baseball a hundred feet in the air. Yeah. Gravity comes back down. Imagine throwing that oh, thing, yeah. uh, throwing that thing in the air, uh, you know, a thousand feet and then two thousand feet, and then imagine that 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 baseball is you know fifty to hundred tons. Imagine the only thing you have to propel it is is thrusters, right? That that have bleed off, and you have to get out of Earth's atmosphere. Like there are so many things that are. So hard to do to get a, anything out of out of our atmosphere, let alone people, gear, metal of all things, and uh, it's just it's not doable. The, the more the more weight, the more money, the more risk, and that's just not something they were going to do. Yeah, Danny, remember the Martian? Like I, I never it, saw the Martian. What? <laughs> what? How? In one I time, I've seen a movie that Danny has. Yeah, the Martian seen. was so I literally good. Have not seen the Martian. No, but in the end, he like he's on a Mars and he has to get out of the atmosphere. I mean, oh, well, Mars it's so atmosphere anymore. Difficult. But he literally takes everything out of the spaceship that is there. He takes all the windows out. He takes all the extra seats out. Like yeah, and then he made potatoes out of it. No, he didn't. That's no, he's no, 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 no. That was the end, Danny. That, no, that was in the beginning. Oh. No. Wait, wait, what Hannah's saying is that but, is that you had to take all the weight out because it's so hard to get yourself out of that atmosphere. And that's Mars. That's just Mars' atmosphere, which is way thinner than, than Earth. Yeah, just picture the size of the module compared to the size of the rocket that it's on. It's literally just You're the tiny totally little tip. Right. You know. I mean, my dad was not an astronaut, Johnny, so I have no <laughs> Well, my dad wasn't like, either, What I'm trying to understand is, almost. like, if, if the footage was so crucial to proving we, we, we this quote-unquote war, which is, I don't understand, this whole entire episode, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck did we win? <laughs> what did we win in this? Just was it bragging rights. Like, bragging rights. Bra- yeah, it was it's a childish universal game. Bragging rights. Yeah, because wow. which is like this has to be go down in history as the most expensive and highest uh, budget. It is bragging it rights. Is. But like, what do you what do you in history. think about schools? You know, with a big like, we went to the moon in 1969. Like the the oh my everyone, God, well, we're the, not we don't need to know. Songs. We're not in the circle. Like we could have won something that we have no fucking clue. We Absolutely. like we could have initiated space force. We could have initiated Space Force right then and there. We All these other missions are a ruse to say, yeah, NASA exists. This is what we do. We're just going to take a couple trips to the moon, hit some golf balls on the moon. While in real life, there's some form, uh, there's like the secret Space Force that's off doing real shit out in space. I don't know. That's a thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that could be a win. Because I want to know, in like however 30, almost 40 years ago, we had this crucial achievement in science and blah, blah, blah. Like, where have we gone since then? Because that was a huge marker and accomplishment. And I hear so many people talk nowadays of, like, what have we done since then in regards to space? I know we got our satellites up there. Elon's talking about going on Mars and populating. But, I mean, he's going making flamethrowers now. So I don't <laughs> understand. What? So what is America's next accomplishment in space? It, uh, there, there, needs, there doesn't need to be one. I think that's the biggest thing is, like, we... We don't. There doesn't need to be a big, you know, next big accomplishment. I think whatever was meant to happen happened, and you know, the U.S. was the first on the moon with the flag and the this and the that and the blah 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 blah. But I think you know, the only time that something actually has to happen next and we have to move forward, I think it has to be drastic. But I think as of now, we have a we have you know. The Curiosity rover that's rolling around and has been for years, and that I mean that's just fine. Well, I, I agree. It, it has to be Jurassic. <laughs> well, it's, you it think does. about that's it. It's dinosaurs. Think about. I mean, we inevitably have to find another planet to jump onto and grow on. Like 
we will run out of room on this planet eventually. That's inevitable. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we have to find another planet as soon as possible to start figuring out how to do this shit. That's why they want to they get to get to the moon. Maybe we can set up shop there so we don't have to get out of any atmosphere anymore. We can get stuff up to the fucking moon and then launch from there to do all these other different things. Very valid, very valid. And then we can tr- right. at least try it. I guess if Mars is the best place to try this, then we try it there. We try and terraform that bitch. It's a no-brainer. We got to get on another planet eventually. Especially once we get top one on iTunes list, we'll be We're going the- to the moon. <laughs> We're the fucking moon. So cool. Yeah, it's all true. It's yeah. Right it's, on, dude. What a badass episode. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. I, I love it. You kept saying like, "Oh, this episode's gonna be crazy." What is it? And I was like, "What the fuck could it be?" And I love it. So I thought much. it was about to be the Blair Witch Project. I'm glad it was. You're yeah. Like, yeah, we're gonna do this. Spend all episode talking about Blair Witch. The movie was fake as fuck. It's like, yeah, no, I get it. Oh, crazy. <laughs> well, Danny, you gotta watch The Shining, dude. Yeah, I know. Space. I gotta watch Shawshank Redemption. Space is the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. Well, when you do finally watch <laughs> The Shining, just notice after Danny sees these sweet tits oh, in this bathroom, he leaves this bathroom oh and he cannot he cannot speak. And that's a that's a metaphor for the astronauts not being able to talk about the truth of what they saw right. in room two thirty seven, i.e. the moon. Taylor. Okay. Got a hypothetical you want us to talk about or a thought you'd like to share about today's episode? Good news! You can shoot us an email at highbrothoughts at gmail.com. That's H-Y-B-R-O-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S at gmail.com. You know, would love to hear from you. Love to talk to you. And who knows, maybe your hypothetical will be featured on the next uh, next week. Maybe you'll be on the podcast. Maybe you'll be on the podcast. Uh, Also, make sure to head over to the Facebooks to give us a like at facebook.com slash highbrothetical.thinking for more content throughout the week. Uh, we have so much cool stuff we're Instagram, working on. We're excited. YouTube. Uh, Instagram, we're hypothetical thinking. Google YouTube, Play. we're on Google Play now. Uh, and then, well, shut the fuck up, Johnny. I'm sorry, man. You go. You're killing me, Smalls. We're on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we are on Patreon. Uh, we, the link is live. We haven't posted it just yet, but we are tweaking a few things. But we. Uh, we'll be live on Patreon when this podcast go, goes live. Um, check it out. We're constantly changing updated. We're new to that whole system. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm excited. Guys, every dollar you contribute, every $5, whatever it is, we want to make sure that whatever you're getting from us monthly is something that's worth your time and ours. Also, we want to make cool shit, but cool shit costs money. Um, so the more that you guys contribute, the more cool shit we can make together. And we have some really, really cool prizes, cool stuff yeah. that we're working on that we have in the pipeline that uh, we just need some funds for. No matter how many times people say, I'm going to pay you $1,000 to get Johnny off the podcast, I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> now he'll leave. 1200 bucks. That's actually not a bad price. It's not. It'll all go to you. Really? No, I'm just kidding. It'll go to us. Fuck. <laughs> I paid $3,000 to be on the podcast tonight, and I can tell you right now, it was pretty worth it. Worth it. <laughs> you didn't even get to be in the same room as us, but oh, you know what? It's worth it. They did put me in a closet down the street. Uh, Make sure, guys, on iTunes as well, if you guys don't mind, make sure to find that fifth star up there. It's one, two, three, four, five. It's not five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Make sure to click that fifth star. The more five stars we get, the closer we get to that top spot on iTunes. And then when we hit it, we're just going to stop. We're going to give up. Stop, drop, and roll. Because I don't know where I'm going to go with that. We're going to get stop, drop, and roll because we're going to be on flames going as a rocket man through the universe because we're going to be exploring the next earth we are going to be the rocket man uh well 
you know what, Taylor? What? You're my bud. Oh, hi. Uh, okay. Hey, hey, bud. Look at, look, I'm here, bud. You're my bud, too. Can I, can I, can I say one thing? So go ahead, Danny. Uh, by the time this episode airs on Monday, Hannah will be getting on a flight back to Germany uh, on Tuesday. So if anyone listening to this could just wish Hannah safe flight and that we can see each other very soon because it will be a tough for the both of us. We're opening a new part of our Patreon. If you want to follow me on Instagram, <laughs> I'm at Come shoot me a like, shoot me a comment, share some of my posts. Just tore her down. <laughs> Hannah? Why do you have to make me so sad? Oh, oh. Hannah, you got anything to say? No, I'm, I'm in a mood. Oh, <laughs> well, we're gonna miss so you guys. our Patreon Thanks, account Danny. is dedicated to Hannah coming <laughs> back to America. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we're gonna open a whole new part of a new prize level on Patreon. Uh, it's just basically to get them back here to, to just paying for their flight. That's it. Awesome. It, it's a one. It's one fee. Um, well, please go to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> well. well Make that we need you guys. That means I don't have to get a job. <laughs> well, I love you guys. I love all you guys. Well, love. I love you. I guess till the next episode. I have been Johnny. No, you want to? You started that? Yeah, I want to start that. Well, I, how we do this? Is it gonna be me, Danny, Taylor, Hannah? How about you start it? You start. We should have Hannah start it. Hannah start it. Hannah start it in German. Oh shit. Danke fürs Zuhören. Ich bin Hannah. Ich bin Danny. Ich bin Nick. Ich bin Tela. Ich bin Johnny. Guten Tag, everybody. Guten Tag. Auf Wiedersehen. Guten Tag. Guten Nacht. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüssi. Am meisten scheiße.